Wisdom of the Bullfrog Leadership Lessons from Admiral William H McRaven Maybe that name is not very much familiar to you but you could have seen uh, some YouTube videos from Admiral McRaven one of them I just put it in a snapshot there uh, make your bed which is famous for Admiral McRaven and uh, he has even wrote a bestseller book on the same if we are not able to find it there is already a book as well so he is one of the longest serving admiral he is same time a navy seal part of special operations including afghanistan iraq and he was part of the team or leader who was in taking care of uh, osama bin laden and all he worked with uh, multiple presidents so a man of experience of a, a real leader who served in military is going to teach us 18 lessons for a good leader so i'm not making much more introduction than that i will add the youtube video link in our description uh, for your reference as well so a quick summary about the lessons book talks about the importance of integrity and honor for a leader which for sure we know that and a trust building how to make the trust building with your team members and all command like sometimes will be very much uh, hesitant to make make things like or or do in, be uh, be on charge like that so he's telling that when in command you should command and there will be good days and bad days in your in your days normally every day we are not will be in the good mood will not be in a good form every day so how to approach your good day and bad days as a leader and maybe it's it's good for an employee as well and also how to approach uh, low profile tasks which is uh, also an important part because uh, when you are when you are a leader or when you are a manager maybe manager is not the term but when you are in a senior level you will be sometime assigned to a low profile task which you think that this is not my job it is someone like my assistant or subordinate's job so why i am given such jobs that's a thing and uh, we'll talk about that so sponte uh, it's talk about the self initiative like somebody has to be just uh, do something because we we live in a world where especially we in a micro level society when there is a problem we think that okay someone else is going to solve it so let us wait this is our thing if there is a waste on a on 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 some or some issues or somebody got accident we just have to take them to hospital or lot of things we just try to think that okay let somebody do then i'll do or or they will think that okay, why nobody is doing then so maybe there is some problem i should not do this something like that planning and uncertainty because especially for military and for all the things in our life or in our organization will be having a planning so is talking about unplanning its relevance its irrelevance and its need to tackle the uncertainty the talk about uh, like multiple incidents about black havoc and they're trying to capture osama bin laden and all they are and shepherd and sheep 
like a shepherd uh, should smell like a sheep the famous is trying to take as a one chapter there we'll we'll talk there inspection versus quality because especially when you are a very top level leader or a manager like a ceo or somebody you will not be normally you will not be in a position to go and inspect maybe part of your job it is not necessary to do that uh, but it is really important to have inspection of what it is so you can expect what you inspect only that's what the rule is telling communication and confidence maybe it's very natural if we talk about uh, some experience of uh, admiral macraven and his team in king kong island in san clement uh, about some trainings and all interesting aspects of how the communication especially navy seals are considered about high performance athletes and uh, even many many like genome project many other projects are been used to make that this is at the best performing even athletes or the military groups or or somehow like a tribes they are they are very much it's a very harsh training part of a navy seal a doubtful overload when in doubt what should you do sim buddy we'll talk there like importance to have a buddy there so quick disclaimer uh, all this information opinions everything is based on the author only we are just sharing for educational purposes only nothing specific to any particular group or tribe or it so welcome to book dot tips if you appreciate our summary or if you like it feel free to subscribe or like and most importantly if you could have a, some feedback as comments that will be most valuable for us as well let's proceed so chapter 1 death before dishonor so most tragic thing for a man of genius is it's a not a man of honor there is a man of genius but if he is not a man of honor it's a most tragic thing as per george bernard shaw so he's telling death before dishonor somehow the point is talking about the importance of integrity in your uh, job and in your works and all so integrity is as important that you should not lose your integrity for something that's really important so death before dishonor means if there is a dishonoring situation it's better to die or in other way before you get dishonored it's better to be die or somehow another way it is better to die with honor so that's how it is so importance of values and integrity is because sometimes we'll be we'll be put in a situations where short term results will be very much interesting but a long term maybe it will affect your your integrity and your personalities and all so even greek stoics julius caesar lot of people talk about the same death before dishonor in multiple ways so doing the right thing for the right reason so you should be honorable man if you think about uh, mark antony's speech and also doing the right thing for the right re- right reasons that's most important so always make sure that so suppose like uh, jeff bezos used to tell that i'm not sure jeff bezos or warren buffett like if you are trying to do something just imagine that what you are doing now if it come published on a newspaper tomorrow morning how you will feel yourself and how your 
or friends or family will feel about that will be a good benchmark to make such decisions so you will be getting a lot of shortcuts on your leadership career this is this is what is most important like so that's about chapter 1 and chapter 2 is uh, you can't search trust trust is an important topic actually because uh, trust is not built on a day trust is somehow a combination of character and competence what it means is that we when we try to meet somebody or when we are engaging with somebody first they will evaluate us based on the character then they will try to compare that character analysis with what we deliver suppose you are a person telling that i am a man of this i am doing this i am doing that i am just i will do that for you i'll do this for you then that doing it is a competence part so character which is your what you are showing yourself and competence is what you deliver that two things combine to make us trust as per steven covey and uh, uh, admiral is copying the same from him so you must must deliver so generally it means that you should deliver then i if if you under promise and over deliver that is good instead of doing the opposite so don't make promise which you cannot deliver so when you are you are still thinking that okay 99% i can deliver this still don't make a promise so always make a promise for less and deliver more so that's the most uh, important thread so only promise what you can deliver lose trust so your trust build over time so like you cannot just shout at somebody or tell that okay please trust me please trust. it will not work like that it work over time it work naturally and it works by this long engagement of trust and competence so make sure you are doing that you don't have to really put some efforts to that generally if you are a person of character and if you are a person of competence you promise and you deliver more than that you still have a trust when in command command because sometimes maybe you are not usually not most of the case you will not be a person who is joined in a job as a manager you will be somehow like a normal staff or somewhere then you promoted and reached there so somehow there will be like an imposter syndrome or a lot of other psychological facts or even the situation demands that you will be in a situation that uh what should i do should i act now or not act now so you will be a person in charge so usually when when there is some some american president used to tell that okay what could lincoln would have done this time or when roosevelt used to tell the same so similar to that when in command you should command so book talks about some uh, general called nimitz he's a part of pearl harbor incident and uh, japan midway and all he's talking about some stories i'm not going there because stories will make our summary long so the thing is that uh, 38 years he spent in uh, 38 years he spent in the special forces admiral chester nimitz and 
Admiral McRaven one time got a new desk, which is explaining nicely. And he asked his colleague, whose desk is this? And the colleague told that it is General Nimitz's desk. So he told that for the next multi many years, he was sitting on that chair of Nimitz to make the important decisions. So generally what it means is it was like a like a reminder for him because sometimes usually some people used to put a picture of Lincoln or picture but here for Admiral he got a desk of the same person who was an example of this one when in command command so when you are given an opportunity to do something you are the right person like chosen by the time and space to do something so do that and consequences uncertainty that's all all there part and parcel of the job but you must be decisive, cool and confident. Don't just fall on the council of fears. So be passionate. Maybe that's that's more important also. Be passionate on taking that command. Like you are in charge of this. So we all, chapter 4, we all have our frog floats. So just before I go further, I'll just give you some. Ex what is this bullfrog? Maybe you will. You would have having a confusion. What does it mean bullfrog? So bullfrog is actually an iconic symbol of Navy SEAL. Even in their training camp, and all, they used to have this bullfrog in this one. So the, the somehow the book is talking about wisdom of a Navy SEAL. If I rephrase it in another way, or wisdom of a bullfrog. Okay, just just for your understanding. If I missed to mention it in the early beginning. So we have our frog floats. So every job, sometime you will be in a position by yourself or by a situation of a company, you will be assigned to some task which you are, by your rank, you are not supposed to do that. Suppose you are a manager and somebody asks, can you lift a computer box or something from the ground stairs to this or or some other things. I'm just like, just imagine that is not a job of you, a job of somebody part of his ranking below you. So how will you tackle that? So generally, Admiral is telling, do with the best of your ability. Don't hesitate. Because every environment Every every opportunity actually giving us some learnings. So even you will not able to find it where it is going to take you. When an opportunity come to you, even it is a low profile job, feel free to do it with your best of your ability. Same like you do your normal job. Also, same way, if you have a new employee, the best way to evaluate his attitude is also his willingness to take that small tasks. So that's also an interesting part. So be humble in expectations. So if you're too much expectation or I am the person should be doing only this, doing that, doing this, then it will not work. Be humble with your expectation, do your job and sometime you have to do such low profile tasks, do with your best of your ability. That's where we are standing with chapter 4. The only easy day was yesterday. Very interesting part. Because even everybody, every sports player, every athlete or every performer, 
they will have their good days and bad days. Same like we are also. Even our body is a, a total like a, a marvel of chemistry and physics and a lot of things. So you will not have all the all the same. Every, every day will not be the same day. So how will you tackle your bad day? Or so just if I make it very simple, maybe you are in a bad mood to work. You are, maybe you have a sleep issue or whatever it is. Like you are not getting that much energy to work. How will you tackle that as a leader? Always be ready with the best of action. There were some, some incidents Admiral talking about. He was trying to have a running and uh, he was not supposed to have that training. Only the junior people is having the training. But, but he was trying to run after his parachute accident and also he's still trying to make your best. So if you are a, you're in a bad day, don't spend too much on caffeines or something. Just give internal energy and always be ready for your best action. That could be the best thing. So bring that energy and enthusiasm to the every single day. How we can do that? One way is that short-term vision will not take you there. But if you have a long-term vision, then that will give you drive your passion also. So you just getting something meaningful achievement or having a purpose that will also so that that's an important thing so attack each day as critical or in another way if I just borrow Steve Jobs live every day as your last day of your life if I take it in another way so always do more work hard so even your normal day you are supposed to do 100% your bad day try to do 101 so that that's our that's the thing. So run to the sound of guns. Maybe in a military perspective, what it means is that imagine there is a situation. This is this chapter comes with an introduction by one of the soldier who is having a leader and all. He just tried to run in front of the guns so that the opponents will try to put bullets on him. That way his team will understand where the opponents are, that way they can attack it. So, that is the military perspective of the chapter. But I'll try to make it more simpler for us. Is that, be aggressive to the problems. So, when you see problem, just go and confront it. Because there are a lot of strategies for this one. We can just set aside it. We can confront it. And we can partially attend it like that but best risk management strategy in most of the things is or strategically it is confronting it so be aggressive to the problem even it is inconvenient or uncomfortable to have a problem just run to the sound of the guns be aggressive go there and that thing will inspire your team as a leader so that's the thing so be aggressive move to the place where the best assess the nature of the problem. Try to go to a place where you can be, you can be vulnerable, but try to find a place where you can find the root cause of the problem. Guide your team on the problem as well. So, chapter 7, Sosponte. Sosponte. Uh, I don't know exactly how it, how you should uh, pronounce it, but try to point that uh, and it need to be done it need to be done and someone need to do it so 
the book talks about a lot of things but somebody like uh, is talking about an incident where Mocky Martin a person who was a very famous military general he was having an issue with cancer and all he was very passionate person then he was giving a voice aid he was talking in an event admiral was sitting everybody was sitting somehow the mic was not in a good position to him so there are a lot of people there and even admiral himself was thinking to just stand up and go there and adjust the mic but what he found is that one junior navy seal he just wake up and then he stand up and then go there and then adjust the mic and later admiral meet this person and he congratulate him for doing that so somehow that's the story behind that lot of one more stories there like that and all so in general is sua sponte in latin it means that self initiative so so sometime nobody is asking you to do something but you as a person as a leader you are supposed to take self initiative to lot of such things so that's most important so foster a culture of action and there there will be a complacency happening there so rank and file to take initiative so every people if you allow them to be self initiative you can have lot of organizational improvement and performance enhancement and all if you are not a man of initiative if you are only a person of who is taking care of the what is the commands coming from here air officer something you are similar to a machine or a robot you are a human you are a thinking machine you are a feeling machine you are a person of logic and reasoning and at the same time you are the person of self initiative so that way only you can differentiate yourself but somehow you should be having a little balance on this part you should not be overly enthusiastic and overly zealous about self initiative that can create danger even napoleon hill used to tell that enthusiasm is a good feature but but if you are not a person of who is uh, just managing that one so you should be having a controlled aggressiveness controlled self initiative to manage this one praise who take action even the result is not expected so somebody is taking to take a self initiative in your team even the result will not but he try to do that so we should appreciate that because that appreciation will be inspiring for that particular team member and also for others also to take similar initiative in the future as well so who dares wins the point is maybe this all intersecting points also but it's all valuable as well because when there is a situation of fear and dareness the person who dare wins is telling it is better to err on daring than the side of caution if you are doing some error in doing the daring things like courageous things it is better to do that than doing this fear and fear and stay in caution like that that's a british saying actually who dares win so because uh, book talks about uh, osama bin laden uh he was in a mountain of abbottabad intelligence has spent almost 7 months trying to understand what it is and all and but still they're not sure that person there in that 
cave is laden but barack obama the american president he take that risk because if he is is trying to just take this initiative and then he was somebody else was taken care or or murdered or assassinated then it will be a bad reputation for a obama as a president as a political person but still he try to take that daring initiative to okay proceed with that so that's who dares actually win so daring doesn't mean that no planning that's also important because in in movies and all you see james bond having a car and the person who is explaining him he just give him catalog and james bond just throw it in the air and he used to run the car so even the movies military people used to do the same as well but actually uh, who dares win it is a uh, daring is one part but it should be backed by a reasonable intelligent effort as well so it's not about plan so they should reduce the risk to the manageable level by planning even uh, in a laden incident the black hawk uh, have a heli- helicopter was been used so they have gone across all scenarios of failure before doing this one so even like say one helicopter is landing if one helicopter have a problem what will you do or once something else happen or somebody else come to the scenario what will you do all these scenarios they think and make it so actually this was one part but one of the thing actually happened also like one of the helicopter got an issue when they were landing on the cave when we were trying to capture mr laden so that time even that happened as well but they have a plan in place already for that so you don't have to just ask somebody what to do all the possibilities have been taken but still the initial the starting of this one was somebody dare to do it and other people are just following it but it doesn't mean that okay if you dare just do something whatever you think so seek opportunities to take risk that's also important part so should take an opportunities to understand mitigate the risk by extensive planning as i mentioned like somehow with more and more planning you can avoid most of the risk and learn from the mistake as well that's uh, most important even elon musk recently when he was having a rocket incident he told that we learn from our failure and successful failure maybe that's what that's what they talk in spacex or just an analogy which is similar to it let's go fast chapter 9 hope is not a strategy because uh, the point is that uh, we think because mostly it also happen like suppose you are a manager or a leader even you are not doing something most of the things will happen by itself by lot of other factors or other team members like that so hope just is that without doing anything you are just hoping okay let it will happen you can hope for the best but that is not a strategically you can hope for the best but it is not guaranteed that what you hope will happen so mere hope is not a strategy what was a book uh, which was mentioned by vince bombardi a famous nfl coach and also it was 
put it in a bestseller by Rick Page and multiple people as well. So generally, there was uh, an incident which Admiral is talking about creating a network of intelligence by General Stan McChrystal. So he tried to just present in front of the people that, okay, we want to create a network of intelligence. So all the people talk, trying to tell that, okay, it is difficult, it is like that. Some people hope, okay, let it happen. But what Stan, Mr. Stan was done is that he tried to just take all the efforts to make it happen and it really happened. It is one of the joint, all the things will operate, just reported to Joint Operations Intelligence Command or JOIC or something like that. So it was uh, one of the most in, like uh, efficient intelligent network ever built. Something like that. So somehow mistake from mistake from the things as well, mistake from the boast as well. So all uh, all the important things you have to just try to take the mistake. So two, three major tasks. It is mentioned that because Bezos used to tell the same, Jeff Bezos used to tell that the CEO is supposed to make two, three best decisions a day. But Admiral is going somewhere farther than that. Admiral is telling, in your tenure as a, a leader, maybe you, you are limited to do like two or three best things. So just focus on that and then do that. So hope, inspire, but it's not enough. That's the thing. So have a vision what you are going to do and have a strategy how you are going to do it and have a plan who is responsible to do it. So that, that makes it more clear and complete on that aspect. So mere hope is not work. No plan survived the first contact with the enemy. This uh, has been, we can copy Napoleon Bonaparte on this one, like he make planning for his wars. And same way Mike Tyson used to tell that. A lot of people, a famous boxer used to tell the same. So planning, no plan survived the first contact with the enemy. As the name indicates, I'll try to explain a little further. After the first contact, all the plan, it is very least likely to have that plan survive. It will only help you to get the first contact with the enemy. After that, you have to have your maneuvering and then like improvisations and all this quick decision making to just adapt and be agile on that aspect. So you cannot plan everything full. So that's why it is still that consider the worst case scenario. People will be more optimistic in terms of planning. So instead of that, be very much pessimistic, not the very most, but try to take the worst case scenario and plan for it also. And test your plan. Let everyone know it in your organization. That's also important. Be prepared. Because the stall fee, the trainer of is explaining about such things and he told that what you learned today. He was explaining about a lot of military accident and all. And then he's explaining this one. That's no plan actually passed the first. Because even you studied all these military operations and you studied all the things. You make all the plans. Still, don't expect that your plan will pass the first. Always have a plan B. 
because sometimes used to Elizabeth Holmes used to tell that plan B is somehow you're making yourself that you're going to fail. But that's not the case. You have to always have a plan B, plan C, plan whatever is that. You should look at all perspectives, all aspects and be ready. So that way only you can can make uh, you can make an intelligent decisions on this one. He was having a postgraduate thesis by Admiral selling theory for special operations. He was having the same thing. I already explained about Black Havoc incident for Abdul Osama bin Laden. It's explaining here. And he talked about the military decision-making process where military decision-making process, there are multiple similar. So it's telling that when you give a receipt of a mission, then they make a mission analysis, then the course of actions development, course of actions comparison, course of actions approval, order production and dissemination. It's a time-consuming thing. And sometimes people think that why we have to, maybe you just forget about military aspect. If you're in your company, you may be having a process there. Or if you studied some risk management, you will have something. Sometimes you'll think that maybe such thing, it's you're very much optimistic. You don't need this one. But what Admiral is telling that you should always plan for all these aspects as well. So many focus on how probability assure high consequences won't happen. Like low probability, people focus on the low probability actions and assure high consequences will not happen. So they will not expect that big consequences will happen for a low probability things like that. So it's a person of uh, cognitive dissonance, a lot of aspects of human thinking as well. But generally, that's how it is. It pays to be a winner. I mean, it's fairly simple and straightforward. Uh, the thing is, it's also talking about the running incident. I think I explained this a while ago. Like he was trying to run part of other trainers and one of the Navy SEAL is coming and asking Admiral why you have to do this you are already much above this one and he was not able to not able to have uh, able to run and all these things so that's that's another part and also this book talks about some trouble with some Marines like 22 Marines and and he was having a bar fight incident by one of his colleagues because he was a commander of them. And one of his higher officer, Mike, uh, combatants, he just called him to ask for explanation. So he was trying to just cover up his team by telling that, okay, those people also did that like that. He tried to tell that, okay, my people, my person did this, but see the 22 Marines also do that. So what... What this Admiral uh, Mike is telling, young should make mistakes. It's fine. But your people, you should not give an excuse by giving that one. You should set always a high standard for that. Stretchy goals are hard. Like, for example, you can you are able to do 10 push-ups today. Try to do more. Or if you are able to complete uh, a, a task on this much time. Try to stretch. So stretchy goals are hard, but still all like it. You think that your team may be very much, they don't like to be stretchy like that. But in actual fact, every human beings, they feel appreciated to be challenged by themselves, like Mihai Chicks and Mihai talking about flow and all. So that stretching things is, is like also. Try to give some stretch to your team as well. 
establish a winning culture be challenged like let everybody challenge but in a healthy way like everybody challenge themselves and challenge with the team and challenge with others so that way it's a challenging a winning challenge hold people accountable for failures as well that's important as well so when you are accountable for something apple used to have such a culture like accountability they even have a metrics so when you are accountable for something you will be more okay i am the person in charge of that even a small task acknowledge and appreciate those who exceed so always acknowledge somebody's winning aspects and appreciate that one as well. a shepherd should smell like his sheep is actually a famous quote from pop francis leader should understand how his team works that's what it mean cuz uh, seal training it is very much special like all the people even the higher officer to the lower everybody would have come through the same training and like any other organization sometime like for any other organization maybe somebody who got an mba from there or somebody they'll be just as a ceo but other people will come through other way to the organization but here a navy seal is telling admiral is telling everybody come through the same passage so share your hardship just try to understand how the people are working you should smell like uh, their sheep sheep so you should work like them you should understand how you try to work with them also like that share your hardships and stories also with them and share fun with reason as well so you can be with them sharing your stories listening to them be fun with them in a limited level admiral stilling cotton coat because fun is we cannot just consider it like same fun like a casual way but listen to the field they have solutions because when you go to the field toyota have this method like they go to the field to make whenever they make a new car they go to the field and try to make that one similar way listen to the field sometime very silly solutions you can find it when you are wind when working with them so try to understand what what it is what they are trying to tell you troop the line maybe it's similar but one is talking about be like a shepherd but here this one is more like get out of the office and talk to the far end in the command jack welch the famous uh, general electric ceo used to do this he used to visit almost all his factories like that and he tried to listen from people and all that's one of his management initiative so find opportunity to solve untraceable or intractable problems and it's a very silly problem that admiral is talking about somebody having like a battery not battery available with a radio machines or something silly that even steve jobs used to tell that he used to get emails when there is no water in the washrooms and all so that's another aspect of this but here truth the line is that employee morale of the employee is not something like you are giving something else in terms of their thing morally something like then they feel valued so when you are going to somebody on the down in the command and you are just understanding them they feel valued that will increase the morale of the team ensure senior staff knows little problems can become worse because you will think that okay that is little problem let us focus on the big things but for sure sometime little problems will replicate even though there are some quality methods to six sigma and all talk about the same thing 
So even Washington, George Washington, Eisenhower, Colin Powell, Admiral Sterling, everybody have this habit of troop the line. <coughs> They're all part of the military and all. So expect what you inspect. That's also an interesting aspect. Because in 1778, when George Washington was having a continental army, he was having struggle in managing that big big army so he tried to ask benjamin franklin to help it and benjamin franklin find a right person whose name is general frederick wilhelm von steuben is known as a fabled god of war so he put an order and discipline and all these things generally what what this trying to mean is that because even there is uh there is another incident talking about uh, colonel elide snyder is talking about he was he was becoming a military higher level command and he was giving delegating some tasks to his captain and all so one day this colonel snyder asked the captain did you inspect your equipments for your loading and other things and also the the captain told that we are all professionals here so that's fine but still uh colonel was not happy colonel told that you have to inspect it so somehow he give that things about importance of inspection and do that so even like as as a ceo maybe you will be having lot of aspects of internal audits external audits and all but you yourself may not be auditing it but you make sure you can expect only thing what you inspect that's what it is telling so there should be a balance between too much oversight and little scrutiny too much oversight is bad also too much little scrutiny is also but you should have a balance of this one tim ferris used to tell something in and for our work week as well like some way he was managing his style and all so quality need inspection for sure if you are somebody working in quality you understand what i'm telling identify competencies in the organization develop a plan to inspect it can be random it can be another way also like for example you are supposed to you can randomly go to your warehouse or factories or if there is a meeting was convened on this particular time you can go at one hour early there just try to understand such things shop during inspections so when there is inspection happening the shop there so that will people will feel that how much important is inspections communicate 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 i mean same repeating as a word wise but it's really important maybe because in our last book summary about debating we talk about what medias and talk about triads so establish the means of communication in both directions so confirm values and goals because here it was there was an interesting incident explained by admiral we're having a training in san clement i mentioned in the beginning like a king kong island they used to call so they have the the commander and part of 12 or 14 team members was with him so admiral was the leader of them so they just want to just go into the ambush there was a lot of threats or mocked drills made there they to attack them So admiral everybody was expecting admiral as a command but one point in time admiral find a nice idea how to break this thing he just tried to go behind the people of trainers and attack them and he reached there also 
but when he reached there then only he understand that only he was there he left his team he just did not communicate everybody was expecting he will communicate his idea with them but for the team it looked like admiral just ran away from the field that's how i understand and when he was in front of the trainer they told that what foolishness you are doing because why you left your team you are supposed to be there to protect your team then he go back that was an interesting learning for him as well so it was a platoon commander selfish acts like that it's explaining so when in doubt overload uh the thing is that if you have a doubt this this talk about multiple things like when you have a doubt about how much bombs required to blast a submarine doubt overload it that's what it generally means but generally when you are expect when you have a doubtful about something just give your more than what you are supposed to give that's what it mean work harder it's inspire hardest open opportunities when in doubt go the extra mile that's what it mean so over plan as well so generally i think that's it we are getting long so i'm making it short can you stand before the green table green table here it is talking about court marshaling and all but what generally mean is that yeah. 99% of the failure is by habit of excuse george washington so when you are trying to make a decision we try to make from the first chapter we talk about dishonor and all similar way when you have a when you are something you are trying to do just think that whether i will be able to explain in front of the green table if i take this decision because as a leader you cannot ask everything to your higher management or something you should take your something self informed decisions like that so if you think can you stand before the green table and just convince them this decision then proceed and somehow the thing so general mitchell uh, general billy mitchell is talking about there about air force because that time it was an interesting story explaining because mitchell was somehow just putting importance on having a good air force and all the other people was telling no and he was somehow trying to make decisions and he just got caught up in a court marshaling thing and get out but later on us him themselves they found it important and when we have franklin in roosevelt and all that time they make an us air force so somehow mitchell billy mitchell was a father of american air force but he was initially having this struggle with he tried to explain that story but somehow this is a take away from this should have should think about ethical moral and legal aspects ethical means does it follow the rules legal means does it follow the law and moral means does it follow what you know as right that's what it some tell how it feel in the newspaper i explain in the first uh first chapter always have a somebody it's also not very much complicated it's fairly straightforward like you should always have somebody right hand or left hand always have a somebody and i this explains something about lots of people in limo but people for bus is important what it means is that when you are in a good situation you will get a lot of people but you should have somebody who can go with in a bus with you when you are in trouble with your limo that is what it means it's a famous quote 
So in in Navy SEAL, a greatest compliment is having a SIM buddy. They're talking about something about his cancer incidents and all. So accept both support and criticism from that SIM buddy, and be a SIM buddy to others. So that's the conclusion of eighteen chapters. We try to make it short. So feel free to just read the book. I'll add the description in the like link for the book in the in the description. So feel free to review this and review other books in our channel also, and give us your valuable feedback also because your feedback will be most important for us to do future book summaries as well. Until then, thank you for. Thank you bye for now